0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey guys, my name is Alex and you're listening to the Thousand Movie Project Podcast. Apologies in advance if sounds of the outside world infiltrate the recording. I'm recording this at 12.45 in the afternoon, so lawnmowers will be active, helicopters will be flying. Maybe we'll get a gunshot. I broke a molar the other day. And it's, it looks very bad, it's a huge, jagged edge con- contributing to the fortress of solitude arrangement of my teeth. But prior to reaching out to this new dentist, who claims to take this kind of insurance, I don't know if she will, I reached out to my girlfriend's dentist, who is adored seemingly by all of his clients, and whose office is so conveniently located just three or four blocks from my apartment, I could walk there. They don't take the insurance, but they do arrange for payment plans, so... I tried to see how that would work. I called them on Monday morning and the woman at the front desk answered. I explained my situation and I asked just just for a starter, like what would it cost just to get an evaluation? I explained that I had broken my molar and I was just like, how much is it gonna cost to get like checked out just so I can see what needs to be done? And she said, well, a consultation generally costs $250 and then we go from there. And I said, okay, so a general consultation means what? Like a cleaning, and an x-ray or just an x-ray or what and then she kind of it was kind of jarring but i do appreciate how forward she was because i could tell she was just trying to save both of us some time i asked my question and then she said as though to preempt my going in the direction where she knew i was going she said he charges 250 dollars to look inside your mouth and everything on top of that is going to cost another several hundred dollars and i was like what a fucking career. I had heard in the past that a lot of dentists kill themselves. That's so fucking crazy to look inside my mouth. I'm inclined to think that that's so crazy. Although if I was a dentist and I had many years of experience under my belt, I would probably charge the same amount of money. I might shed a tear now and then at what a monster I had become, but I would then wipe those tears with a piece of money. And I was kind of tempted to be like, ma'am, frankly, my tooth is so disgusting. I is technically a freak show and I should charge him. Two fifty for looking at it speaking of gross shit you should not have to pay to look at I have mentioned here that I'm super super squeamish that I pass out whenever I'm shown really violent shit having to do with butt like violence is is one thing but also like surgical procedures the things that really like freak me out are deep slices i'm just not good at it but If I drink a little bit of alcohol, if I am tipsy, I have a slightly stronger constitution for hearing bad news and looking at bad news. And the other night, after three beers, I was home and I decided, I was on YouTube and I was just looking for something to entertain myself, and I decided that I would finally assuage my long-standing curiosity and very, very squeamish apprehension of... Dr. Pimple Popper. Dr. Pimple Popper started out, I think, as an Instagram feature, or maybe it was just a YouTube channel from a dermatologist named Sandra Lee, and she just presents you with her patient's ailment, which is usually something kind of strange, and then she gives some very informative voiceover, and then I'm not really sure what happens because I always turn off the video just as her gloved hands are prepared to push down on or inject stick a needle in the gigantic thing on this person on her patient's body that she's about to burst That's how I knew it to exist on Instagram and or on YouTube when I would first hear about this dermatologist years ago. Now, however, she has a uh, TV show called Dr. Pimple Popper on the greatest channel in the history of television, which is TLC. And there's a bunch of like high quality clips and I love how TLC edits their shit. It is so fucking addictive. And I love my 600 pound life and 90 day fiance. So I was really stoked to always watch this but I, cause I knew it would be addictive, but I also knew I would not manage to stay Conscious, but I had had something to drink and I was bored and it was late and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking watch some Bob, Dr. Doctor Popper. So I click, click click clickety-clack and I pulled it up on YouTube and I started to watch little vignettes. I watched three or four and um, Let there's let's just say that it is there's not a lot of popping going on on Dr. pimple pop on the Dr. Pimple Popper P- program. More, more than there being popping, there is a lot of slicing. And slicing is really not my thing. And this thing that's been irking me about the tooth situation is that if I had broken a bone, if I had sprained an ankle, if I had split my lip and there was a scar, I would feel some measure of sympathy for myself and for the, the bad fortune that led to me s- sustaining this injury. But there's something about breaking a tooth that I feel like I did something wrong. Almost ethically wrong, probably because ever since I was like a child who needed to be either bribed or threatened in order to brush my fucking teeth, I've had people telling me that I need to take care of my teeth, they are my responsibility, and if I don't take care of my teeth, they are liable to snap and fall out of my mouth. Well, look at what fucking happened. When it comes to cleaning your teeth, and you have all the resources. To clean your teeth, you ought to fucking do it. And then if your teeth fall into disrepair because you didn't do those things, then it kind of is your fault. And I feel really guilty. And I have a feeling that the dentist is, dentists know that, and they're going to, like, twist my guilt nipple the moment I sit down, and they're going to say, "Ha! Ah, I can see not only do you not floss, but the closer I look in your mouth, I see your browser history. But it also made me think about how losing one's teeth is one of the universally recurring Dreams. The dream. There is, like, for instance, the dream where you show up naked to an exam. That's one of the universal ones that everybody has. There's the dream where you're at, you're sitting down for the exam, and maybe you're dressed, but you're totally unprepared. Or uh, John Kennedy asks you to put syrup on his banana split, but then you go to, to to squirt the syrup, and ketchup comes out, and Kennedy's like, "That's not how I prefer it." I just googled it, and I saw that the tooth dream generally signifies anxiety about some kind of big life change and when i read that i was like no shit!" i broke this tooth like three days before finishing cuba fruit the novel that i've been working on for a year and then the minute i finished it i sent it out to three agents who had requested it and this coincides with a dramatic life change and it's a very anxiety inducing life change or a prospective life change then i realized it actually wasn't a dream that i actually lost my tooth i'm clearly such a natural storyteller my body manifests literary devices to signify the things that are going on in my life my mouth is such a phenomenon of literary invention you need to see it to believe it but in order to see it it's going to it's going to cost you 250